Your products matter. You are given that feeling to sell that product for a reason. Now, yes, there is strategy behind it. Yes, there are ways to help increase that, but you are needed. Your products are absolutely needed. So that's step number one is unlearn that your products is just stuff. Hey, hey, you are listening to the Because I Can Life podcast, where we believe we can decide our own income, choose happiness, kick bear in the teeth, and never, ever stop. Why? Because we can. I'm your host, Allison J. Prince, and I went from being a junior high science teacher to building four online multi-million dollar businesses with four kids at my feet. Each week, I'm bringing you real conversations that have led me, as well as other experts, to step into our dream online business lifestyle so that you can get the answers you need to craft your Because I Can Life as well. Take that first step and commit now to your Because I Can Life by downloading your free personal bundle at allisonjprince.com forward slash bundle. Welcome to today's podcast. All right, before we dive into it, we made it back to Utah safely. Yes, the whole gang, we're back. And I'll tell you what, (laughs) It reminded us of how much we absolutely love Puerto Rico and we'll be going back in a couple months, but I'll tell you what, driving on smooth streets feels like an absolute luxury now. Getting food from restaurants in a matter of minutes versus hours, it just feels like a luxury being back here in good old Kaysville, Utah. We love it, we love it here. We're grateful that we're able to spend a couple months here with friends and family before we head back to Puerto Rico. All right, this week I had a really cool experience that I wanna share with you. I actually posted it on my Instagram account and as of now, it is one of my most engaged posts that I've ever done. And I hope you're okay with me reading it, but Uh, it was very, very powerful. And then I'm going to tell you a little bit more behind the scenes of what happened after I posted it. So I've got a picture of me. I'm with my two boys and we have masks on. Now this post has nothing to do with the virus. You'll see what it's about in just a second. So here I go. I'm going to read it. It says, I was walking through a busy area with my two little guys. I had my hood on. I had my mask on. I had a baseball cap. And I looked scary. All you could see were my eyeballs. And I look over and there's this mom trying to talk and plead and yell at her three-year-old daughter to stop running away. The girl was loud and she was flopping on the floor. The mom was completely frazzled. I could see her sweating. Now she had a baby in one arm and on the other arm, she was wrangling uh, this toddler. And it felt like every single eye was on this mom, including mine. And I could feel the judgments raging. And honestly, I'm embarrassed to say that some were mine. If I didn't, I don't think I'd be telling the full truth on this. And as I got closer, something switched in my head. I remembered. I remembered the struggle of toddler tantrums. And I walked over to her and asked her if I could help her. I was throwing out all of the rules of social distancing. She paused, looked into my eyes and said, yes, please. Thank you. I held her baby as she tried to pick up the toddler. We walked over to where she'd been sitting. This mom 
looked at me after the toddler took a breath in between the screams and she said, their mom lost custody today and I'm the only one available to take them. This little one is screaming because she's trying to go back to her mom. Her world was stripped from her today. This is the first time we've met. And as you can see, it's not going very well. The screaming continued. The boys and I helped her to get things back together. And as I was typing this out, my eyes were leaking. And as I'm reading this, I can feel the lump in my throat again, because I'm sharing this as a reminder of how harmful judging can be, especially right now at a vulnerable time for everyone. And she didn't judge me. I looked scary. I had bloodshot eyes from being on an airplane for so long, and that's all she could see, but she trusted me. And I could have easily slipped into just looking at her and silently judging her, but that little voice inside of me said, Allison, knock it off. You go up and help her. This lady was an absolute true warrior. This woman deserved praises at that moment, but no one knew her story. My heart breaks as I know that that woman, that night, her pillow was probably filled with tears of overwhelm. And I wish for one second that she could see the hero that she truly is. I wish for one second that she could see how wonderful she was doing. And I know I'll keep the story close to my heart to remind me that I don't know everybody else's story and it's my job to knock it off and to figure out where I can step in and help. And I posted it on my Instagram account and over on Facebook and it kind of went mini viral over there. And at first I was kind of nervous to post it, a mask with all the controversy out there, but I knew in my heart that I needed to post it because it wasn't about the mask. It was about humanity. And in this time, we all want the same thing. We all want to be healthy. We all want a great economy. We all want to have a big barbecue and invite all of our friends and family over. We all want that. But yet this world seems to be so polarizing and sometimes we just have to shut that down and remember who we are and listen to that small voice that says, knock it off and step up and help serve. We were made to serve. Now, I'm not talking about putting anybody in danger or anything like that. That's not where I'm going. But what a great reminder it is to remember to listen to our heart, to remember to listen to those little voices about where we're supposed to be and at what moment so we can serve and that other people can serve us. I felt that lady served me so much in that moment. And I wanted to share that with you because you will have moments, you've had moments in your life that need to be shared because it lifts other people up. There were tons of comments that were said, thank you so much for sharing this. Thank you so much for sharing this. But with all that, I actually, this was interesting to me, is I actually lost more followers that day than I have in a very, very long time. And I don't know why, maybe it was because of the picture with a mask and people are, are tired of that, or I, I don't know what that is, right? But it was interesting to me that when I told this story from my heart, either it was the picture or the story, I ended up losing followers. And guess what? I am absolutely okay with that because I want people who 
support me, who love me, who are willing to step out of the judgment zone and love me for all of my mistakes, all the things that I do. And I'm okay to say, you know what? If you don't want to follow me, you don't have to. And grow my community, grow my tribe and not have to feel fake. And so that was just a true reminder. If you're posting stuff and you're like, oh my gosh, I lost followers today. It's okay. You don't want those people in your life anyway. Focus on those that make you a better person. And you listening to this podcast now, you make me a better person. I read your comments. I read your posts. I answer your messages. And I'm so grateful for you. I'm so grateful that you allow me to step into the gift that God gave me to help you. It is because of you. Thank you for showing up on this podcast every Tuesday. It does not go unnoticed. I seriously appreciate you for being here today. Now I want to dive into today's topic, and it's actually the three things that we need to unlearn as entrepreneurs. We go through this whole life learning, 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 and then there comes a point where some of the things that we have learned might not be the thing that keeps us from moving forward. Maybe you've heard the story about how this woman was taking this ham and she would cut it down and throw half of it away. And someone came up to her and said, why do you cut the ham down and then throw part of it away? And she's like, I don't know, my grandma just did it. And they said, you know why grandma did it? It's because it wouldn't fit in her stove. She had to, or her oven, she had to cut it down so she could fit it into her oven. You don't need to cut the ham and waste part of it. And so sometimes we go through this life thinking, okay, this is the right way, but we don't know the entire picture. So I wanna open your eyes because that's my job, right? My job is to show you how to see this, some of the things in a different lens so that you can truly see your potential. And so I'm gonna dive into the three things that we need to unlearn as entrepreneurs. Okay, so number one, the thing that we need to unlearn. I remember in one of my businesses I was going in, I was like, I gotta sell more stuff, I gotta sell more stuff, I gotta sell more stuff. And I had to unlearn that my stuff wasn't just stuff, that the straws or the cupcake liners or the twine or the washi tape was actually changing people's lives. As little as it may seem, those things were needed and wanted in someone's home. And I had to learn that my stuff was powerful. And I had to switch my brain to say, these cupcake liners can actually serve my customers because guess what? They're not going to have to scrub their pans in the future and take time scrubbing in the sink, right? Or maybe they take these cupcake liners and they post this mini cupcake wars with their nieces and nephew and they're creating this bond experience. And so taking the products from just stuff to how powerful they were and then switching it to I am responsible. I am morally obligated to get this into people's lives. As human beings, we have a need to help other people. We have a need to improve other people's lives. How many times have you heard about someone in need and you're like, you raise your hand and you say, I'm, let me help you. What can I do? Right? The sick neighbor 
down the lane, you stand up and you say, I can bring dinner to you. Let me help you. Let me help take your kids. We were made to help serve each other, right? That is who we are. I heard an amazing analogy from my friend, Kathy Heller, and she talked about how we were all created differently. And I mean, look at our fingerprints. No one has the exact same fingerprints. Even twins don't even have, right? And it's because every single one of us is meant to be different so that we can serve other people in a more meaningful way. Maybe that neighbor down the road, you're like, I can't cook right? But you say, hey, I can take your kids for you. That's your gift. Another person's like, oh, I don't know if I can handle the craziness of kids, but I'm a good cook. Let me cook you dinner. We are all meant to be different. And there's a reason for that. When you're going through and picking the product that you are about to sell, you feel something. There's a reason why you chose that product. And it's because you can take that product and you can go and you can change other people's lives. Now, I want to read you a post that came into my private Facebook group called the Zero to 100K. This is where I teach my students to go from zero to 100K. And I want to share this, how this woman learned or unlearned that her stuff isn't stuff. It's actually life changing. All right, here we go. This is from Mariana. She says, I have an incredible report from one of my customers, Big Can Win. And side note, we call our wins a can win due to the because I can, we like to celebrate our wins. So she goes on to say, Big Can Win. He and his wife are separated and literally live on complete opposite ends of the country from each other. He goes on to say he purchased one of my custom pieces for Mother's Day gift to include all the names and dates of the births of their seven children as a surprise. He texted me and said she called him and was so happy and moved to tears to have received it. They have been talking about postponing their divorce. Guys, this is what it's all about. However small or big your products are, they mean something to someone. A warm cup of tea purchased from your store to bring back memories, a cute pillow, to be able to lay down with your precious little girl, to be able to lay down with her mommy, a pencil with a cool saying to remind that teen that she was going places. If I didn't make any more money that month, this one purchase would have been enough for me. Remember what we are here for, to make money, yes, but more so we're able to afford to create these memories that we've dreamed about, to bring these thoughts into reality to get in that hot air balloon and feel the clouds at your fingertips. We are all here for that and for each other. Don't give up, keep pressing forward. Why? Because we can. I love that she saw the value in her product. I love that she knows that she was a part of someone else's journey. Now you may not hear those types of stories back from your store. You may not hear that, but if you could, Imagine all the things, whether it's earrings that sending to a postpartum mom that brings a smile to her face and she hasn't been able to smile for a couple weeks. Your products matter. You were given that feeling to sell that product for a reason. Now, yes, there is strategy behind it. Yes, there are ways to help increase that, but you are needed. Your products are absolutely needed. So that's step number one is unlearn that your products is just stuff. 
your products actually change lives. Now, I did have someone come and say, Allison, I just want to sell stuff. I just want to make money. I get it, right? Making money, we have to. This is what we have to live on. And making money is a beautiful thing. And you know I always talk about how God wants us to have money, so go out and get it. He's trying to hand it to you. We just have to put that value into the world so that it can be given to us. Now, if you go out there and you start just selling your stuff, you're not going to make sales. Find why. Find why your cupcake liners matter. Find why your socks matter. Find why your lipstick matters, whatever it is, and start talking about that. When you unlearn that you just don't have stuff, you have things that change people's lives, that's the value that you put in the world, and you get rewarded a piece of paper with a guy's face on it that has value called money. All right, that's number one. The second thing that we need to unlearn as we grow our business is something called multitasking. Now, multitasking, we learn to do that as a survival technique. As a new mom, we are bouncing a baby on a hip and then we're cooking dinner and then pulling the laundry out with our toes. Like it's a survival mechanism that we learn as we get older. Uh, Maybe it started in college and you're trying to balance all your classes and work and a boyfriend and then you get married and then you've got babies coming and then you have one kid and you have two kids. and, And multitasking is an absolute essential life saving thing as you start bringing more people into this world, but we have to unlearn it for business. Multitasking does not work for business. It can absolutely 100% crush us. All right. So one of the programs that I have, all right. So first I have the zero to hundred K system. That's where I teach people how to go from zero to hundred K. Then I have something called the next level where people want a little bit more. And then I have my top tier program called the insiders. And that's where they have direct access to me to be able to answer questions and help grow their business. And I've been working with this gal for almost a a year now. And she has gone from an okay amount of money to last month, April, 2020, hitting almost six figures in a month. Yes, six figures in a month. And she actually reached out to me yesterday and said, Allison, I wanna quit. And I was like, wait, what? (laughs) What do you mean you wanna quit? Your dream was to be able to hit six figures. You did that. Now you're hitting six figures a month. I'm kind of confused. Talk to me about it. And she said, I'm tired. I'm balancing email, social media, customer service, product development. And as she started telling me this, I'm like, I got it. She's multitasking. She's multitasking in her business. When we first get started, maybe we sell 10 products, right? We can easily multitask, right? We can even, you know, write custom letters to our customers because we can get those 10 packages out the door in a reasonable amount of time. Then the next step were 100 packages, right? And then we're starting to feel the weight of it. Then hundreds of packages start coming in. And then we're up till two in the morning because we think we have to do all the things. No, I have to get the products out. No, I have to make sure that they're taken care of on customer service. And it starts to weigh us down because how we have been taught our whole lives, a survival mechanism of multitasking spills into our business. When business, that is the thing that will crush it. We are not meant to do, and we are not supposed to do everything in our business. Remember the imprint that I talked about on your fingerprints, right? You are meant to do a specific thing in your business. Other people have talents that they're supposed to do 
for your business. So as we kept going on with this conversation, I said, all right, let's take a look at your time. You're not sleeping. You have to sleep. You have to take care of you. What are some of the things that you're doing? And she said, well, I'm doing Instagram. And I said, okay, how long is it taking you? And she said, oh, just about 10 minutes. I only post two times a week. And I said, only 10 minutes. Mm, Can we really look at that? Let's think about all the time that you stress over that Instagram account. The number of times you check likes, the number of times you're in there for comments, the number of pictures that you have to edit, the times that you write the content, and then you overthink about it and you go in and you edit it or you delete it and then you post something else. I said, it's a lot more than 10 minutes. I bet you're spending a good two hours a week on Instagram. And she said, you're right, I am. And I said, okay, let's talk about getting that off your plate. And then we started talking more and she said, the amount of emails from customer service is crushing me. And I said, yeah, when you were shipping out 10 products in a week, that looks a lot different. And you have only 10 customers versus when you're making selling a hundred thousand dollars a month, you, it's a totally different ball game. You can't do that. Let's figure out how you can hire a customer service rep. And so as we keep going, we kept talking, we started buying back her time. In the beginning, you don't have a lot of money. And so you're using your time as equity. You're using your time to do all the things. Then as you start to grow, your time goes away, you have money. And then you take that money to be able to buy back your time. So we went through and I said, okay, customer service or Instagram, we've already saved you two hours a week. Let's talk about customer service. How long are you doing customer service in a week? And she said, I think it's about 10 hours a week. I said, perfect. Kate, we're going to find a customer service person. And now you're up to 12 hours, 12 hours that you're getting back that you can sleep. Let's make sure you're sleeping first. And then we went to the next thing. And then we went to the next thing and we were able to peel it back to where she is now focusing on those things that she is supposed to do. The imprint, the things that are making a difference in people's lives, that is what she is able to do. And she's learning the process of hiring. And I've seen this so many times of entrepreneurs, they get in and they're so excited to make that first sell. So excited to make a hundred sales Then a thousand sales hit or whatever that number is. And they're like, what am I doing? And then they feel like their business is starting to run them and they are afraid to leave their computer. They're afraid to go on vacation. And so many entrepreneurs will quit then. So many entrepreneurs will quit because they don't see the multitasking part of it. They feel guilty. They feel obligated that they have to do all the things. And I'm telling you now, if you do all the things that your business will fail and it will fail because you're exhausted. Business is not meant to exhaust you. Business is meant to exhilarate you, to put you on fire. Yeah, is it hard work? Oh my goodness. Are you gonna have days where you wanna cry and you wanna quit? Um, Yes, I can't even tell you how many times that I'm like, I quit, I'm done. But I go back to how I felt and I go back to reading my comments and I'm like, this is why I'm doing what I'm doing. And it lights me up. This is the journey. This is what is supposed to happen. So the second thing is unlearn the multitasking unlearn the multitasking, start hiring things out as soon as you possibly can. Coming in with the third one, unlearn busy. All right, let me explain that one. Have you ever seen a fly try to get out of the house or wherever it's at, and it goes to the window 
And the fly just keeps running into that window over and over and over again and can't get out because there's a piece of glass in the way, right? But if that fly were to turn just a little bit, pivot just a little bit, then the door right next to the window that's open, the fly would be able to fly out and go live its beautiful, wonderful fly life, but it can't because it's still doing the same thing over and over again, and it eventually dies because he's not pivoting a little bit. So how I relate that to business is sometimes we're like the fly. Sometimes we get out there and we put offers out into the world, or we're doing the same things over and over again, but we're not seeing progress. Have you ever asked an influencer to promote a product? Or have you ever submitted your product somewhere and it's coming back? No, no, no. And you're wondering why is this not getting accepted? Well, maybe it's because you're phrasing it the same. Maybe it's the same offer. Maybe you're not changing. And if you pivot a little bit, if you change the offer, if you ask influencers different things, if you change things up just a little bit, just like that fly, that fly didn't need to turn 180. All he needed to do was just turn a little bit and then it would set him free. I know that there have been times where I put out offers and they have flopped and I got frustrated and I went in and I said, okay, let me look at this offer. Maybe the percentage off isn't good enough. Maybe the product description isn't good enough. Maybe it's just a little tweak here or there. And then I go in and I change it and then I get drastically different results. So one of the examples that I want to bring up is Gerard. Gerard Butler. He is in my next level program and I was able to do a hot seat with him. And what a hot seat is, is he comes in and I get to look at his site. I love it. It is so fun for me to look at his site and he's selling this pug, P-U-G, a pug shirt. That's amazing. And he said, Allison, what type of products could could I offer? What else could I offer? And we started talking about his vision for it and, and where he was going and how he could start asking influencers to start working with him to sell this specific shirt. And instead of just going to an influencer and saying, hey, influencer, will you sell my t-shirt? We came up with a solution that was moving just a little bit. So Gerard was looking for products to sell, additional products to sell. He was also looking for influencers who would sell his product. So instead of going to an influencer and saying, hey, will you sell my product? He's approaching influencers a little bit differently and saying, hey, influencer, I see that you are talking about dogs, especially the pug breed. Is there something that you could offer your audience that they would love to buy. And I will help you get that product to your customer. And so Gerard is going in and he's saying, how can I serve you? And you may know that there's a lot of influencers out there that they put content out into the world, but they don't quite know how to create the income. And Gerard being the implementer he is, I already asked that influencer, she said yes, and together they're creating something and it's going to have her signature on it. And so she can go out and say, look at how cool this product is. I helped to create it because I have served you for so long. I know exactly what you need. And this is creating a long term relationship with an influencer who will continue to make money, who will continue to make sales. Gerard will be able to grow his business. And it worked out with such a win win. And so 
if you're asking influencers and you're getting no, are you that fly that keeps hitting your head on the window? Or can you pivot a little bit? An example would be like what Gerard is doing currently to grow his business and saying, hey, let's work together. What products do you need to help serve your audience? And together, they're co-creating these products so that they can sell and grow each other's businesses really well together. So here's a recap of today's podcast. Number one, unlearn that your products are just stuff. Your products change lives, cupcake liners, earrings, shoes, whatever you're selling, make a difference in people's lives. The second thing to unlearn is multitasking in your business. You have permission to do the things that you love and permission to hire out the stuff that you really don't like doing. You are in charge. You make the rules. That is the beauty of building and crafting a business around your lifestyle. You're the one that's in charge. You're the one that gets to decide the rules of the game. And then the third thing is unlearn busy. If you're doing something over and over and over again, and it's not really working, it's time to pivot. It's time to find the door so that you can get out into the big world and live the life that you want to live. The one that fulfills you, the one that makes you absolutely happy. Now, before I go, I just want to tell you, thank you for showing up. Thank you for showing up for you. Thank you for the comments that you leave. Thank you for being you and getting out there and serving the world with your products. Now, I actually have a gift for you, which is kind of fun. If you're still trying to decide on a product that you want to put out into the world, one that may change lives, I want to give you 16 of some of my very first products that I sold. And you may be surprised by some of them, how simple they are, how easy they are to get, and how I was able to leverage Pinterest to help people see the vision of these products. So if you head over to becauseicanlife.com forward slash gift, G-I-F-T, you're going to find a directory of the things that I started selling when I didn't have a lot of money to get started. When I hadn't really figured out importing and I was able to get products quickly and turn around and serve my customers very fast, make money and build my audience and serve the world. So because I can life.com forward slash gift, that is my gift to you for hanging out with me on today's podcast. All right, go out there, put that money in your pocket where it belongs, serve the world, and I will see you next week. my goodness, that was so much fun. Thank you for listening to this episode of Because I Can Podcast. Now, I've had a lot of you reach out to me and say, Allison, what are some of the products you started with when you didn't have a lot of money? So what I decided to do is I got 16 products, some of my very first products online that got me to my first million dollars. And I have a feeling some of these products are going to absolutely shock you. So you've got to get this free downloadable PDF. Now to do that, just go to becauseicanlife.com forward slash gift. All right. I can't wait to talk to you on the next Because I Can podcast.